theology proper. We're going to continue our conversation on that today with the communicable and the incommunicable. I almost say it again. Communicable, communicable and, and incommunicable, incommunicable. <laughs> attributes of God. We we could do a duet. <laughs> we'll have our own own version of We're brothers. One Direction. <laughs> Oh, we are off the rails already, aren't we? My name is Dan. This we're talking is about something serious like theology. Yeah, and well, yeah. And we're the teaching pastors at Life Fellowship in <clears throat> suburban Charlotte. And uh, we are in uh, just an introductory uh, to theo- introduction to theology series here at Life Talks. And we're talking about theology proper, which is how do we know God? Who, what are his attributes? Yep. How do we know he exists at all? And today we're going to talk about these attributes of God. Yes, all right, let's yeah. start with incommunicable. Yeah, so I, you know, really the two most I heard I can't remember who said this, but one person said the two most important questions you have to answer is is there a god and if there is who is he? And whoever said that, I'm sure is pretty smart, but that's what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. If if God does exist, I mean, we covered the nobility of God and the existence of God, but really if you think about some of the major religions, they they could still agree with you about that. What we're taking is a Christian theological, biblical perspective on who God is. And so when we think about these attributes, these are attributes that God's word declares about him. All right. So So when we're talking about attributes, there are two categories of attributes. There are attributes that are unique to God, that belong to God and God alone. No matter how hard you or I work, try, attempt, discipline ourselves, et cetera, et cetera, we are not capable of possessing them or possessing them at a level that God possesses them. So first of all, we are going to talk about the incommunicable, which are these the attributes that belong to God alone. Alone. Yeah. All right. Yes. What do you have on on, uh, those important I've got I've got 10. How many do you got? 12. Ooh, you win. Ding, 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 (laughs) ding. You get the beef jerky stick. (laughs) Well, thank you. Um, I don't know how to respond. I have uh, eternity, the eternity of God, that he has no beginning and no ending. Do you have that? Would you consider that infinity? Um. I would say there's I, I I think it's different than infinity because God is infinite in his knowledge being in power and has no limitations of uh, he's he is not limited by any boundary or limitations. Okay, so then I didn't have that one. Okay. So yeah, that's eternity, then I have an infinity. Okay. Do you have that? I have that one. Because we're playing like categories right now. <clears throat> So first Kings I love that <laughs> First Kings 827 is the infinity of God. Uh the next one I have is immutability. Do you have immutability? I do. Okay, so the the immutability is that God never changes Malachi 36. Um that, that he doesn't change or de- I think most importantly is he doesn't develop. Like there's no sense of God learning something where he was like, "Oh man, I like that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Does it ever occur to you that nothing's ever occurred to God? <laughs> exactly, yeah. um, and He does not change. He doesn't change His character, or His nature. Um, now there, there are passages of scripture where it talks about God repenting, right, for making mankind. You know, we see that in Genesis chapter, I think it's chapter six, when He's with the, with the flood narrative. Um, but that doesn't mean that God actually like. Oh no! I made a mistake. What he was saying is, it, it was a it was a terminology to express God's emotional state of of sorrow and disappointment in what man had become. It's it's not that God was surprised by it. It's not even that God um, 
realized he made a mistake. It's just it was expressing a very emotion, an emotion that we as humans can relate to of what we were doing to him as his creation. So I think it's important to mention that. Um, now I have the three omnis, right? Not all three of those. Omnipotence, which is God is all powerful, uh, that there's no limitations to his power, and that every all of us as human humans, we have limited power and dependent on him. Um, the other one is omniscience. Another, you know, all the I like to give scripture, uh, Matthew nineteen twenty six for for omnipotence, omniscience. God is all knowing, having perfect knowledge of all things, past, present, and future, and that's Psalm one forty seven verse five. Then you have omnipresence, which is God is everywhere and not bound by time, space, or location, and that is uh, Psalm one thirty nine verses seven through ten. Do you have anything to add to those? Nope, three? you've got those covered. Okay. Um, the next one I have is self-sufficiency, that God is self-sufficient and he does not rely on anything or anyone for his existence or well-being. And another, I guess another way of, of saying that is the aseity uh, or aseity. Have you heard of that one? The yeah. aseity of God is God it means he exists in and of himself without dependence on anything else for his existence. Very similar to self, self-sufficiency. Um, then I have God's sovereignty. Okay, this means God is the supreme ruler and authority over all creation, whereas all of our human authority is limited and derived. Isaiah 46, verse 10, uh, Jesus even said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And then you have the invisibility of God. God is a spirit and does not have a physical form. So there's no limitations on, on that. So, uh, And then I have one that's potentially one that I, I didn't know whether, whether to put this one in the communicable or incommunicable. Are you ready for this one? Um, the jealousy of God. Didn't have that one on my radar. So the jealousy of God, when God says he's jealous, what he means is, you know, he he is able to feel a righteous jealousy because of what he deserves in worship. Whereas for us, our jealousy is always tainted by our own self-desires that, you know, we don't deserve to be, we don't deserve right. the worship. And I think it's important that when people see God refer to himself as jealous, He's not talking about the same kind of jealousy that we No, see. that's that's what I mean. Yeah. And 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 that's where people often again assign human yeah, expression, uh, anthropomorphism yeah. type stuff yeah. to God that's yeah. not appropriate. Exactly. Yeah. So those are those are my incommunicable attributes of God. Well, those were very good. Yeah. So what did so I miss? I I only had uh two others, I think I think there's only two others. Nope, three others. So, and you may have covered these First of all, it would be his transcendence. Okay. Um, and, yep. and that's, you know, he transcends between his essence, so to speak, and his creation, mm-hmm. the physical manifestation of his creative power and authority. Yeah. So he transcends also time. Yeah. That's probably one I was trying to figure out how to fit in. Because if you think about it, like... Time space reality is if you could if you could see my hands right now I'm making like a football shape with my hands <clears throat> but it's this idea that everything that's happened in time and space God has created yeah and yet God is looking at it so God is present right now at the creation of the world God is present right now in the crucifixion of Jesus he is present right now with you and I and he's present right now with Jesus returning to earth because he is outside of that so it is at some at at some level, yeah, and physicists have tried to, to to figure this one out. Yeah, for this years. this is where it's going to make your head explode. But yeah. but there's nothing that 
God's like, oh yeah, yes, so yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, or for, tomorrow. For, for <laughs> us, we are time-bound creatures. So that's all we can think about is, is something linearly in our own minds because that's the all, we live within that time space reality. God lives without it, so there is nothing that is happening. But he can interact with it. But he can is, act. Yeah, that's, that's, but he interacts within it, so therefore, that's what the transcendence means. Yeah. So okay. So the others are a little more obvious, maybe, okay. but uniqueness. Okay. Um, in that there's, there's no, no one there's else. nothing else yeah, like him. There's good. no one else like him. Uh, Isaiah 43, 10, mm. 44, 6, mm-hmm. and 7, talk about that. And and then the one I'm a little surprised you didn't do, but in terms of his holiness, because he alone is holy. I know, right. but I have his holiness in the communicable attributes. <gasps> really? Yes, because remember he says to be holy as he is holy. Yeah, but are we capable of being holy? Well, as he is holy? I think we'll, one day we will be based on the glorification of ourselves. But, but as far as he still calls us to 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 holiness as he is holy just like we are called to none of us will ever be able to love like he loves just because they're communicable attributes doesn't mean that we don't show them at some level we can't show them perfectly like okay, he so, does okay so so here now we're going to get deep okay created beings have always had the potential to sin correct does god no then wouldn't that make him a different level of holy than us yeah, I yeah, I, I I agree with I agree with the the sense that there is a level of holiness we will never be able to attain to. I agree with so that. So it's both communicable and incommunicable. Can it be though? In a Zen diagram it could be. <laughs> Wait, Josh, you're you, Josh, you're the, you're the deciding vote. Okay. So, so the lot of non-contradiction <laughs> here <laughs> would it would depend on whether you guys are using the word the same way. Mm. If you're using the word the same way then it couldn't be both that and not that at the same time. Because okay. even God doesn't break the law of non-contradiction. That's true. But I suspect that you guys are using the word holiness slightly differently, and so you both might be right. Oh, okay. Was... Okay. <laughs> I see what you're saying there. So there might be an equivocation problem going on. And so, we are the so... only podcast in the world where the producer is <laughs> more of an expert and so, smarter. So I think what you're saying is you're talking about God's holiness of character in, in essence, and I'm talking about God's holiness as in righteousness, his being set apart as living holy. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's so I think, systematic so I think that there's a there's a kind of both and right there. Okay. I think I what, would that. you I, I think that's where we're falling on. I can live with that. If you're still listening to this Google it. <laughs> <laughs> when all else fails. Keep going. I'll get back is, to you. Is holiness a uh, you know, okay. Okay, we've got ten minutes. All right, let's do it. Communicable. All right. How many do you got? I mean, there's so many, I, really. I have. I don't got. I have. <laughs> oh, I, I used to teach grammar. I know. Ten. I have 13. <gasps> we each had exactly yes, three yes. more than each other. All right. All right. You, you go first this time. Okay. His goodness. Yep. Got it. Being good can only be understood in relationship to God yep. and his character. Mm-hmm. He is the ultimate uh, standard. Or yep. Hatred. I have wrath and anger. Does that fit? Uh, yeah, that's probably the same thing. Uh, it's yeah. very similar to the idea of God. But God's... the difference is that he does so righteously. We would do but, it. But I don't think I don't think God ever does God call us to hate anything? I'm trying to I'm I'm this is genuinely I'm wondering okay. out loud right yeah, now. Yeah, but well, I would argue that it, it's like can can you know what light is without darkness? True. I hate yeah, there there's a reality of me hating sin and there's a reality of me being angry at sin. 
right? But isn't but there's love a righteous, the, complete, the complete absence of love would be hate. I don't. Th- I think the absence of love is uh, ambivalence. Oh no. Or apathy. Oh no. That, that I, because I think nope, hate. Nope, nope. 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 At hate, you still care at some level. I'm not going to agree to that. Okay. <laughs> Next on Life Talks, Dan and Ben. We haven't had a debate. We haven't had a debate debate episode in a while. We'll have to come back to this one. Okay. All right. Justice. Got justice. Yep. God always does what is perfectly right. Yes. And we are invited. We all of these. He's inviting us into expressing as well in our in our abilities. Yeah. And he wants us to. Yes. Knowledge. Mm, Knowledge. I don't have knowledge. Okay. The the difference is God knows all things. Yep. Simultaneously. Yes. Okay. We only know things partially. Correct. And we're on a journey. But we're invited, because of Revelation, we're invited to know him. Yeah. Which is important. But our knowledge is incomplete. Yes. And, let's see if you disagree, will always be incomplete. Do you honestly think that we will someday be as knowledgeable as God? I, I, I don't think so. I think you're right on that one. But I, but I know there are some verses that talk about us having, you know, I'm, I'm going to come back to that. Can, can, can I answer that in the next episode? You can totally do that. I'm yeah. going to do that. See, this is what's fun about theology, though, because every <laughs> once in a while you do get into this, like, I gotta, oh, wow. And that's why God is great to think about. Yeah, yeah. All right. Love. Yeah. That's an obvious Come on. One. Yeah, that's a yeah. no-brainer. Rationality. Mm. So here's the argument. God's mind is perfectly rational. Since all that God possesses in knowledge and wisdom necessitates perfect thought, which is rational. Okay. I think you have a nerd that came up with these, this list. I've been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it wasn't chat GPT. <laughs> Just saying that. All right. Who does that? <laughs> How about mercy? I got mercy. Oh, I knew you would. Yeah. God okay, is so this one, this one's really practical, and I, I of course, we love this because this is what we do. Yeah. But ju- just the ability to communicate or speak speech. Oh, I don't have that. Yeah, speech. he's invited us. I mean, th- whether we were doing it subliminally or whether we were doing it telepathic, communication, or whether we were doing it orally, or, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Okay, communication and and, okay. and and speech are important. Truthfulness. Yep, got truthfulness. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And I'm sure you got wisdom. I got wisdom. Right. Yeah. Those okay. Are my ten. Okay, and really, I mean, Dan, there's so many. I think that we. Probably, if we really wanted, like, really keep keep going deeper down this hole. Yeah, because I didn't see creativity. I, I mean, I have grace. Oh, God's yeah. grace yeah. that God is God is unmerited favor and kindness towards us. Therefore, we, He calls us to be gracious and kind to others. Um, I have God's holiness. We just talked about that, but mm-hmm. the idea that believers are called to pursue holiness in their lives. Um, and then I have faithfulness. God is faithful. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the, and to his promises, to his covenants, and we are called to be faithful in our in our commitment and covenant. As and I'm well. thinking of a whole bunch more now because you know I ran out of time when I was making yeah, the I, list. yeah, I know. And, and so but all of the fruit of the spirit would be wouldn't fruit they of the spirit yeah, because yeah. I mean those are the consequences. Absolutely. Of, yeah. Um, then I have patience, mm-hmm. which again fruit of the spirit. God is patient, long suffering towards us. He encourages us to be patient with others. I have God's compassion. Uh, for the suffering of the of the oppressed, Psalm 103, verse 13, we are called to be compassionate towards others. And then I have peace. God is the source of true peace, and he invites us to pursue peace with others and peace with him. Yep. So, I mean— The one you did mention, I mentioned it, I don't think you heard me a while ago. This is because this is one of my favorite ones. What? It's creativity. 
Yeah, I, I, the, the the you know he has he, he's the ultimate creator. But you know, just think of music. Oh, I know. Or just yeah. just writing. Yeah. The the infinity of the creative privilege oh, and opportunity. Yeah. And and people don't see that as a gift from God. I, I think know? I think really it might be one of the most uh, profound proofs of the Im- the Imago Dei inside of us. Yeah. That that we are able to create like like God. And it's unique some... to humanity because you, you you say, well, birds sing. Yeah, but they sing the same song over and over, yes. and and they're basically saying, "Come mate with me, or I'll murder you." <laughs> I mean, they don't they don't have a lot of variety. They're they're either they're they're either calling for a spouse or they're saying, "Get out of my the, way." The creativity but, inside of the animal kingdom is is programmed creativity. Yeah. It's something they must do. Instinct. Whereas for us we can, we have we can choose and we can we can go in different ways to create. I mean, we yeah. we can go in a lot of different directions. Yeah. So that's one cre- of my favorites. So so with the with the last few minutes we have left, here's where I want to kind of bring this together. I as much as it's important to understand and know these attributes, what's more important than all of these, especially with the communicable ones, is that we're living them. Mm-hmm. Because Dan, you and I both know there's a lot of people that can recite the verses and God's this and God's that. But this when we when we walk, when we see God in the holiness, in the uniqueness, and in the power and in the majesty of who he is, I mentioned this in the very first episode. Th- these attributes should number one make us want to worship him. Should make us want to worship him mm-hmm. because of, of his just incredible greatness. And then the second thing, my response is we we are confronted with this reality of how we do fall short of these attributes that we should be showing, but we're not, which is why Christ came. It's why he gives us the Holy Spirit. This is why he's come to transform us into his, to the fullness of the image of Jesus. And so, you know, again, we're not doing this series so that you become smarter with knowing the communicable and incommunicable attributes of God. We're doing this because we want you to think through when you, I think about the person coming in on Sunday mm-hmm. to, to church. Are they really thinking about the omnipotence, the immutability, the holiness, the wisdom, the love? I mean, these are things that all of us should be coming together, and we sing about these every week, and this should just draw us into who God is. It leads us to worship. It humbles us. It, it just drives us to say, that's who I want to be close to. I feel a rant coming on, and I don't. We don't have time for it. But I, that's I would, a rant against me. No, no. I thought no. that was a beautiful. No, kind of it, it's saying. inspired me. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, that's our culture has lost its fascination with theology mm. because we're we're summarily dismissing it as anti-intellectual, mm. and yet the greatest works of art, you know, the cathedrals of Europe, mm. down to the very science of their construction, where you can whisper in a corner and it be heard across the room. Uh, the, the 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 way they were designed to point people toward God. Mm. Everything is so utilitarian today. Yeah. It's so experiential. It's so consumeristic. Mm. That, and that's why I think this is such an important series. I'm so glad you introduced it because it, when you visit theology, it's like visiting the Louvre. Mm. You're going to see the greatest truths in the universe. Mm. And everything else now in comparison to yeah. that looks like a kid scribbled it with yeah. a Crayola. <laughs> and when we see God yeah. for who he is, yeah. when we look at him, it forces us to examine our motivations, our yeah. attitudes, our 
everything. And, you know, and Socrates said the unexamined life isn't worth living. Mm. And yet so many people are living this superficial, uh, you, you know, uh, TikTok life yeah. of, of distractions and repetitious nonsense. Mm. And we're, and, and, and we consider crap art. Yeah. When, if we would understand God, he will elevate us. Yeah. He'll inspire us. Mm. Um, and, and he'll make us more sophisticated Amen. in our view. So I love that. Anyway, a little bit of a rant. That's Don't good. you well, want to know who is right about communicable versus communicable holiness? Oh, he's holiness? been Googling. I've been go. Googling this entire time. Yeah. All, right, All right. So here's the deal. And this is the best way to research. So starting with Google and it's going down through a whole bunch of articles <laughs> that look like from decent sources. But I've got two articles that put holiness in the communicable category. I've got two articles that put holiness in the incommunicable category. <laughs> and I have one that puts it in both. That says it's really both. And so I think in the end, you're both right, which it's really means that yes. all three of us yes. were right. All right. Oh, we're there we're we all go. right. <laughs> and now let us join hands and sing Kumbaya, my Lord. Kumbaya. So, all right. Well, that wraps up this episode. It represents theology. Uh, it wraps up theology proper, but we're just getting started on our look at theology here at Life Talks. As always, thanks for joining us. If you've got questions, suggestions, ideas, or thoughts, please feel free to share them with us at lifetalks at lifecharlotte.com. And until next time, thanks as always for joining us at Life Talks. You've been listening to Life Talks. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode. Share this podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let your friends and family know about Life Talks. We'd love to hear from you as well. So leave a comment and let us know your thoughts on this episode or any other topics we've discussed. Life Talks is a ministry of Life Fellowship in Cornelius, North Carolina. For more information on Life Talks or Life Fellowship, visit lifecharlotte.com or you can find us on Facebook at Life Fellowship Charlotte.